have kids, they said. It will be fun, they said. Who the heck are they anyway? As moms, we sacrifice a lot for our families, our time, our health, our wallets, our identity, friendships, personal care, and of course, our beloved sleep. Motherhood is a crazy ride, one that is not meant to be braved alone. It takes a village, right? Well, your village is here. I'm your host, Sabrina Greer, and every week I'll be diving into the gray areas of motherhood with some very special guests. This is not the highlight reel, but the real deal. So reheat that cup of coffee, turn up the volume, and get ready for the reminder that you've got this, mama. Thank you for tuning in. You are listening to You've Got This Mama, the podcast. Here we are, February 2021. We made it. (laughs) You may be navigating homeschooling still or distance learning or lockdown or quarantine or some version of whatever this crazy life is at the moment. But with it being the month of love, February, the month of love, I wanted to talk about a different type of love instead of talking about relationships and marriage and motherhood and kids. I wanted to talk about something that's actually a little trendy at the moment. You've probably heard of it. You've probably seen a million and one influencers on social media talking about different concepts around this, but I really wanted to dig into the nitty gritty of self love. I know, roll your eyes, I get it. But I wanted to talk about the real meaning of self-love. You know, we've all heard it. I preach about self-care all the time. It's become such a buzzword, if you will. But self-love is something that's so important. And I think so many of us get lost in this idea that it's impossible and that we're doing it wrong And that there's some magic pill that will help us love ourselves if we just take another course or work with another coach or lose the weight or do the thing. And the truth is, self-love isn't all of those things that we think it is. We don't have to lose the weight. Self-love isn't just body love. It's not simply looking in the mirror and going, I love you. I love myself. I'm so beautiful. I'm so fit. I'm so wonderful. It's not about conceit. It's not about braggery. It's not about ego. Self-love is really the feeling. And I emphasize feeling because I think we forget about this part often. It's the feeling of being aligned within ourselves. So that is not just body. It's body. I call it MBS, not massive bull mm, beep. (laughs) I call it MBS. It's mind, body, and soul or spirit, depending on what word resonates for you. So when you think about, let's think of a puppy because everyone loves puppies. When you think about a puppy, you would never just leave a puppy stranded with no food, no water, no companionship, you would take care of that puppy. 
And in order to take care of that puppy and nurture that puppy, it needs body, mind, and spirit. Or mind, body, spirit, rather. MBS. So how does one love their mind? How does one nurture their mind? How does one take care of their mind? There's so many ways. And it's, we are the first to go. And we know that as moms, as parents, as caregivers to other people, we understand that this is the first thing to go. We are the first thing to go. It's not a priority. You know, if it's writing our book, for example, this is coming up a lot in in my community lately um, with something super exciting launching in a few days that I'll share at the end. But it comes up a lot for me. Oh, well, I don't have time to write my book. It, it's not, it's just not possible right now. I have too much on my plate, but here's the thing. We all have the same 24 hours in a day. And I know you've heard it before. We all have the same 24 hours in, but having the same 24 hours in the day does not mean we have the same priorities. So what I see so often in my clients and my friends and my peers is that their priorities have shifted. They're not making themselves a priority. This is the root of what self-love is. It's making yourself a priority. It's making yourself non-negotiable. So if writing a book, and I'm, again, just using this as an example, if writing a book is on your heart, if that's how you're going to nurture and nourish your mind, then it needs to be non-negotiable. It needs to be out of the question that it comes off the plate. Now, of course, there's, you know, moments in time, you know, it, there's exceptions to every rule, you know, if somebody's sick or if, if something comes up and you, you know, have to put your writing practice aside for a moment, that's one thing, but it can't be every moment. It can't be every day. It can't always be the thing that gets pushed away. If that's, what's going to nurture your mind, if that's what is going to make you love your mind, then do it. That has to become a non-negotiable priority. So there's an example for the mind when it comes to your body. So this is the big one that I hear all the time, you know, well, I don't love my body since having kids, I've gained weight. I don't like how I look in the mirror. I don't like how I feel. I'm sluggish. I have no energy. I'm always tired. I get it. I've put on tons of weight since having children. It's not about weight. It's not about the way you look. It's about how you feel in your body. It's about your body becoming a sacred space, the temple that it is, the womb that housed your children, the vessel that fed other humans. And if that's not your situation, your body's incredible. Look at what it holds. It keeps you up. Walk in one foot in front of the other, pushing one foot in front of the other, right? It houses that beautiful brain of yours, that beautiful mind, that beautiful soul. It is a vessel and it is dying to be loved, right? By you. So when you think of it as, oh, I don't love myself because I don't love the way I look, it really becomes about how can I nurture this body and treat this body with the respect and love that it deserves for all that it does for me. 
So for me, my non-negotiable when it comes to my body is exercise and movement. And it doesn't have to be, you know, a 45 minute hit workout. Sure. I do that sometimes, but really it's just about moving your body. Do you love to dance? When's the last time you had a dance party with your kids? Do you love yoga, stretching? What is it for you? Fill in the blank because this is about loving yourself, not about loving what I do, not about loving what you're supposed to do, what you should be doing. It's about loving you, loving yourself. And in order to really truly embody this self-love concept, we need to feel it. It needs to bring us joy. It needs to bring us that peace that is missing, that has been dormant inside of us for so long. So what can you do to love your body now? And then of course, the last but not least, it's possibly the most important of them all is your soul or your spirit. This gets left aside the most because it's not tangible. It's not something we receive results from, at least not immediately, right? When you're nurturing your mind, you, you can see. So if it go back to the book example, if you're writing a book, there's tangible evidence that you are progressing, that you're growing. You know, if you're listening to podcasts or reading books, there's knowledge there. You're, you're retaining things. It becomes tangible for you. With your body, you feel better, less sluggish. Um, if it's drinking water, that's your thing. Obviously, you feel better. You can start to see less puffiness in your skin. Your body is, you know, feeling stronger. There's tangible results. But with your soul, we forget to nurture our soul. We forget to nourish our soul because it's not, it's not visible. It's not tangible. It's the last thing to go. So some examples of nourishment for your spirit or soul. Meditation is a really powerful one. You know, stillness, silence. It sounds crazy, especially in this busy world that we live in. But giving yourself moments of silence to just breathe, to just be is so nourishing. Just to love on yourself. Take it all in. Look at this life. Breathe it in. Breathe out the things that no longer serve you. That's nourishing your soul. For me, my non-negotiable is nature. Where I am right now, it's snowing snowstorm, if you will, <laughs> something that just 10 years ago, I would have looked out the window and started cringing and crying and planning my next vacation to somewhere tropical. But what a beautiful thing. I just went out for a walk with my dog and stuck my tongue out and caught snowflakes in my mouth like a child. And I'm alone with my dog. That is soul nourishment. That brings me joy. I feel connected to who I am. It brings me so much peace and sanity and love in a world that might be missing some of those components. And that's it. That's what self-love really, truly is. It's the ability to nourish your mind, your body, and your spirit. And it doesn't have to be challenging. It does not have to be overwhelming. It just has to be non-negotiable. Don't allow other people or yourself to take that away from you. 
that's what true self-love is, is the embodiment of nourishing oneself. So I hope this gave you some inspiration to find small ways, little habits, little changes that we can incorporate into our daily life to really start practicing self-love, to really start practicing the ability to put ourselves before others and to nourish what we were given, what we were put here to create, all of it. So even if today you're feeling like you don't love yourself, know that I love you and I'm sending so many good vibes through your earbuds right now. (laughs) And I cannot wait to hear if you can post on social media, all of the ways that you're learning to love yourself and tag at YGT mama, we will reshare. I would love to see those posts that would make me so happy. So welcome to February. I'm so excited. And if the thing about the book I said for you today resonated, I wanted to let you know that on February 11th, I am hosting a free, that's right, free masterclass called Brain to Book, Unblock Your Brain and Write Your Book this year. And like I said, it's totally free and there's still space to register if you'd like to get in on that free masterclass. I'd be honored to have you. And it really is about if, if writing a book is your mind nourishment, is your the way to love your brain, then please join that free masterclass because there'll be tons of tangible tips and tools for getting it done and really putting that first, making it non-negotiable. Thanks for tuning in.